Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, you have this story already written and the only place you have been is the men's room. I don't have to do legwork if what I'm doing is a think piece. Ah, now we have it. A think piece. You just want to sit down and do some writing, don't you, Rossi? Yeah? You don't want to report. You want to show us how many words you know. You know the trouble with you? Hmm. You're moody. Just my luck, I get you at a bad time. Yeah, middle age. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Ruta Lee, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcome you back to TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. That This week is a radio talk show about Ed Asner. Ed Asner, the actor known around the world as Lou Grant, on both the Mary Tyler Moore show as well as his own show, Lou Grant. Ed Asner passed away this past Sunday, August 29th, at the age of of 91 through the efforts of Charles Sherman, Ed Asner's longtime publicist, and Deborah Pearl, one of Ed Asner's dearest friends. We were fortunate enough to talk to Ed Asner on this program seven times over the past five years. He was always a joy to talk to and very generous with his time. We'll play highlights from two of those conversations as we close out our program this week, beginning with a clip from our first conversation with Ed Asner, which originally aired in October 2016. Deborah Pearl was with us in the studio that day. She had recently directed Ed in a short comedy film called Getting Ed Laid that also featured Gene Smart. As we pick up the conversation, Deborah and I are talking to Ed about his ability to move back and forth between drama and comedy. Do you prefer comedy roles versus dramatic roles, or do you care about the character first? Well, not no, naturally. I always care about the character first, whether it's comedic or dramatic. As always, as, as veterans know, bringing off comedic comedic food is always kind of, I think, more difficult than a dramatic sous-sate food. It is. I agree. But... Um, those times in our lives when we have watched the ultimate comic and we watch him and thank God damn what a gift what a gift I am not that comic I've seen them but if I I may reach moments or nights like that comic and when I do 
You leave your viewer thunderstruck at what he has witnessed. And that used to, used to drive me nuts when I started acting and uh, was required to do comedic stuff within the main. And I do it, I discover it, I do it, and everybody, everybody would pee their pants. And then the next night, nothing, nothing. Yeah, that's... The whole rest of the run, I'd be working to recapture that one night. Hmm. And it never happened. Well, so finally, I, I, I really was disturbed at the thought of doing comedy. Didn't want to do it because of the risks. Then finally I got cast in comedy again, and I said, oh, what the hell? And I realized that what you, what you do with comedy, you go through the steps, the emotions, you, you try to time it just right, and then you leave the worries at the doorstep. Yep. You don't worry it. Right. Well, especially, and you know, just go, going back to how, how we started this conversation, if you're working with writers... That the, the, the material that you, you trust and you work with a director who will, you know, re, you know, tell you, OK, Ed, I need you. I need you to dial it back a little bit, you know, uh, or let you go or, or, or let you go as far as you need to go, knowing that, you know, someone will be there to catch you. If, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, well, as, as I say, I my experience is that, you know, you are such a comic master because you understand timing and to me so much of it is about timing mm -hmm. and uh, you know and commitment and you know you fully commit and your timing is absolutely genius he he's doing a, a show now a one-man show written by ed weinberger called the man and his prostate uh -huh. which he, you know he's touring with and it's i i mean i was just i, I was hysterical from beginning to end and and ed just got he mined every Every comic moment, every one, one after the other, he just hit him out of the park, you know, just hit him out of the park. And that's that to me, I think, is is, you know, a, a part of comic genius, Ed. And you sure have that one wrapped up, you know. Well, thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Ed Asner from a conversation with Deborah Pearl and me that originally aired in October 2016 on TV Confidential, in which he discussed how he overcame his initial fear of performing comedy on stage early in his career and how that helped him develop his effortless ability to move back and forth between comedy and drama throughout the rest of his career. Ed Asner passed away August 29th at the age of 91. Deborah Pearl mentioned A Man and His Prostate, the one-man show written by Ed Weinberger of the Mary Tyler Moore Show that Ed toured all over the country over the past decade. Later on in the program, we'll play a clip from a conversation from April 2017 in which we talked to Ed about the character he played in A Man and His Prostate. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, early in the program, 
during our conversation with Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen, we talked about the stance that Ed took over U.S. involvement in El Salvador and how that ultimately cost him not only the Lou Grant series, but the ensuing effect that had on his career over the next decade. When Deborah Pearl and I talked to Ed in October 2016, he told us how he would have handled his stance on El Salvador differently had it occurred today. I'd like to ask you a few questions about Lou Grant. Oh, he's a funny bastard, wasn't he? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you, you talk about a character. Now, now I know that the hour-long Lou Grant just got released on DVD, and I binge-watched about half of the first season. It holds up, doesn't it? It, it more than holds up. It, it more than holds up. It's interesting, we're talking before about the differences between playing comedy and playing drama, you basically had to play Lou differently when you went to the hour show. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, just the mechanics alone. You're going from three camera with an audience mm -hmm. who laugh whenever they want to, mm -hmm. including the crew, and then you go to one camera, hour, with no audience, and nobody's supposed to laugh, even when you're making a joke. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You're the only actor who, to my knowledge, has won an Emmy for the same character in both a comedy and a drama. Yeah. And, well, I just... Uh, it's a big distinction. I just keep fooling them, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this, Ed. It was also... Lou Grant, the hour show, was also the first hour show done by MTM. And you guys, you guys set the standard later on for Hill Street Blues and L.A. Yeah. Law and all the other hour-long shows yeah. that mixed humor with drama and, ha and also had something to say. Yeah. Well, you know, when I, when I was at the height of um, the fifth year when I took my position on El Salvador, El Salvador et cetera, mm -hmm. and... and my three producers came down to see me to say, uh, please don't, uh, don't aggravate the situation anymore. And uh, I said, hey, I'm being attacked. What, what do you, you want me to shut my mouth? And they didn't have an answer for that. They understood that. But the one, uh, one producer that I hadn't learned that much from. Uh, Seth Freeman, by name, mm -hmm. said, uh, well, we, I, he, he said, I think there are two ways to present your ideas. Uh, one is your way, which means, you know, uh, outside partisanship, take to the streets, etc. One is your way, and one is our way by doing it in the show. And he said, I think our way is better. And I totally agree with him now. Until an individual becomes compelled to take up a cause and he cannot restrain himself and he blows up the picture. But uh, the fact that your way and our way, doing it with the show, is a very good point. It's slower, it's snail-like, it, it 
it only appeals to a particular audience. It does not hit the streets, hit the mob, so to speak. But uh, it makes its point, even though it's gradual. Mm. And, you know, art is a great way to make a political <coughs> statement, you know, to communicate to a large number of people. It's true. Yeah. 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 But as a show like Lou Grant, wouldn't uh, follow it when Ted Knight launched his diatribe about the cancellation and that it deserved to be canceled. Said, I mean, he really uh, went south. Well, I, I, I know that that basically ended your friendship with Ted. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I mean, you, you guys were friends long before the Mary Tyler Moore show, but. No, no, no. No, we weren't. I met him there. And um, he's the funniest man I ever knew. I learned, I learned so much from him. That was another time Ted was, was, was doing a scene and Gavin and I were in the audience watching. And he says, and they did a very funny scene. Mm -hmm. He comes up and he says, I, I want you guys to, to watch this. I want to do it another way and tell me what you think. He did it another way and it was just as funny, but different. And then he came back to us and said, I want to try them this way. Tell me what you think. And it was just as funny. Three different ways he did that scene. Mm -hmm. Finally, when, he, when it came time to uh, put it on film, he mostly stayed with uh, uh, Interpretation 1. But he showed Gavin and me, who would struggle to find one way mm -hmm. to make it funny. He, he showed us what he could do it that he could do it three ways. And it's staggering when you think of it. Right. Now, I understand you and Gavin knew each other before the show. Yeah. 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 Right. A good guy. Ed Asner from Conversation with Deborah Pearl and me that originally aired in October 2016 on TV Confidential in which he discussed how he played Lou Grant differently on the hour-long show, Lou Grant, than he did on the Mary Tyler Moore show, how he would have handled his stance on the U.S. involvement with El Salvador differently had that occurred today, and what he learned from Ted Knight when they worked together on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Ed Asner passed away this past Sunday, August 29th at the age of 91. In his memoir, Son of a Junk Man, Ed pays tribute to all of his cast members on the Mary Tyler Moore show. He also talks about who he patterned his portrayal of Lou Grant when he played him on the Mary Tyler Moore show and how he approached playing Lou Grant for the hour-long Lou Grant show. If you have not read Ed's memoir, Son of a Junkman, I highly recommend it. It is available wherever books are sold online. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Our October 2016 conversation with Ed Asner was the first time we spoke to Ed on this program. His appearance that day was courtesy of Deborah Pearl. As we mentioned earlier, Deborah had just directed Ed in Getting Ed Laid, a short comedy film that Deborah also wrote and produced. When we finished our phone conversation with Ed, Deborah and I sat in the studio talking about Ed as long as we were still recording. As we pick up that conversation, I said to Deborah, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. He's just 
just a remarkable human being. I love him so much. Mm -hmm. I have really, he has his support of my, my playwriting. Mm -hmm. He's done big readings for me of all sorts of stuff over the years. And, and he came to see my one woman show, mm -hmm. Chick Singers. He came to see me do the Benny Carter show. I mean, he, you know, these are things he doesn't have to do. He does them because it's, uh, you know, we love each other. And, and, and it's such a, I don't think he realizes how important it is to me to creatively to feel his support. And in fact, we did a dedication at the end of the film to him, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's how I feel, whether it's the right place to put it or not, you know, it's, that's what it is. Well, it comes from the heart just as it was apparent in the conversation we shared with them that how much this man means to you. So yeah, yeah. well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I, I do know a couple of people who know Ed personally, mm -hmm. a, a married couple. Mm -hmm. She knows him better than, than her spouse does. Mm -hmm. But she said the thing is, her experience is you, you kind of let him get past that growly bear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then it's and, and oh, you find marshmallow. He's a big moosh. Yeah, yeah, it's marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a, yeah. And the growly bear, he loves the growly bear, and, and so do we. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, if you don't get the growly bear, yeah. you're like, w w oh, what's well, wrong? No, I, mean, yeah. no, I, I, I feel I had, I feel I, I had an authentic Ed Asner experience. Yes, you did. No, absolutely you did. No, and that's exactly right. And he, he is... Um, you know, and we're all people, you know, we all have our feelings, we all have it, you know, and that's, and when you love someone or you work with someone, just getting back to working with somebody, you know, mm -hmm. you have to be comfortable enough to say where you're at and, or to get where you're at and to use where you're at to kind of make it, make the work work. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's a, you know, that's the challenge in life in general. It's when you go to the pick up your dry cleaning, mm -hmm. you get the same issues, yes. Yes. you know, because people are you know they're very complicated creatures yes and, and yeah and yeah. and again and he is just but i i think he he's he does not take compliment well i mean he did to, I, I was like amazed he kind of let let one of them in yeah. let one of them land because he's normally saying to me off oh, you know <laughs> he he just he doesn't he's not doesn't sit so comfortably with him yeah. but but he deserves every one of them because he's he's ext an extraordinary talent there are so few actors that can do comedy and drama yeah. with the same kind of mastery. Singer, actress, and director Deborah Pearl talking to me about her friend Ed Asner from a conversation that originally aired in October 2016. Ed Asner passed away this past Sunday, August 29th at the age of 91. We have one more clip with Ed Asner that we'd like to share, and we'll do that right after this. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.